Welcome to Recently Logged, where this week, it's all part of the menu. Hello, everyone. Hello. What's up? Welcome. <laughs> this week, as you could tell from our intro, we are we are joined by a guest, this time a returning guest to the podcast. I was going to say our first returning guest, but that's not remotely no, accurate. not <laughs> true at all. What season was she on? Uh, uh, season, season one. one, I believe. Season one, yep, yeah. So for, for you longtime <laughs> listeners, you have heard this person before, uh, but we hear from her frequently because <laughs> that's so she, she is our sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, Thank you. Do, would you like? I was about to say we haven't said your name. I was about to name. say, do would you like to like say your name? <laughs> yeah, do you want to say introduce hi yourself? to the audience? Um, hello, uh, my name is Marianne. I'm happy to be back on the podcast. <laughs> I haven't been here in years. I this is my first time back. Man, it has been with years. with your back recommendation with twice of movies. That's my true. recommendation twice. I yep, yeah, yeah, happy about it. Igor and the menu. What stark contrast in films. <laughs> I mean, for the diehard Igor fans, they're already well acquainted with you, Marianne. Yeah. Because they we went go. back and listened to the, exactly, <laughs> to the exactly. episode already. They already know you. Heck yeah, they, they know do. you well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this week we're talking about uh, the menu. Yeah. A recent, recent film. So let's go over some of the uh, basic, basic facts. Info basic that facts. you need to know. What you need let's to get know. into it. See that was that was our per- proverbial amuse bouche, and uh, this is this is our first course. Our uh, first course. But for for those of you who do not know, we are talking about the menu. As we said, it is a 2022 movie, Very rated recent. R, <laughs> an hour and 47 minutes. It's a little IMDb description is uh, <laughs> a young couple wow. travels to a remote island to eat at an exclusive restaurant where the chef has prepared a lavish menu Whoa. with shocking surprises. <laughs> uh, it is not turns. really. It, it's it's won some minor awards, but it really hasn't had the chance to do much yet because it just came out. Uh, <laughs> the cast features uh, Ralph Fiennes, yeah, Anya oh Taylor Joy, love her, Nicholas Holt, <laughs> yeah, Hong Cho, <laughs> Janet McTeer. Very nice. Uh, and others. And, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good ensemble. It's a good cast, yeah. Uh, directed by Mark Millard. Millard? Malloyd. Malloyd. I would assume. Yeah. Malot- well, but there's no I. There's no I in it. Lloyd <laughs> is usually spelled with an I. <laughs> All right. We'll, uh, we'll say Malloyd. Written, <laughs> written by Seth Reese, Reese and Will Tracy. Very nice. Um, Get on him. Yeah. Any anything else you want to add about the about the facts? Um, I mean, it's it's gotten kind of a mixed reception. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's we're still only a month or two out from its release. I think maybe, or maybe more than that. Um, but it's had kind of a mixed reception with a you know general general liking general well liking from yeah. most audiences that I know yeah, most inter- people in- I know interestingly enough the cinematographer <laughs> is Peter Deming who is a rather well known wow. horror cinematographer yeah. he did Cabin in the Woods Mulholland Drive uh, several of the Scream movies Evil, Evil Dead 2 Evil Dead 2 yeah wow. Drive Me to Hell <laughs> Twin Peaks <laughs> that's crazy he yeah he shot Twin Peaks The Return that's yeah. pretty cool okay. wow good for him wow. I mean this is uh, cinematography we'll get, we'll get into more of my thoughts on the cinematography later but but well, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's what more, you need to more know. or less all you need to know. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, Marianne, since you're our guest, you're you're our, the gracious, our esteemed, esteemed, guest. esteemed, well well regarded, with you know, guest. Yep. <laughs> what are what are your you know like basic thoughts? Just a very simple, simple opinion. Summary. Uh, uh, like yeah, a brief summary. A brief synopsis of what you think of the menu. What you think of the menu? Do I give what I rated it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. After, yeah. Probably um, at the end. Okay. Uh, I really, really love this film. I know that's not the most popular opinion. Yeah, not everyone. Um, but. but, like, I thought this film was so good, and I, like, personally connected to it, and just thought it was... I know that there's, you know, there's error in it, obviously. It's not a perfect film, and I, like, see that, and I recognize that. Yeah. But I personally, like enjoy well i've seen it four times now and it came out what <laughs> like two months ago yeah yeah um so i i enjoy it every time i watch it like even the twist like knowing what's going to happen in the movie and everything i still come back and enjoy it um i rated it i think four and a half stars so not perfect four and a half out of five though uh so i think that's pretty good yeah, no, I mean that's yeah, a very that's positive, a, that's a rating. positive rating. Uh, what, what about you, Remy? <laughs> um, I don't know. I have a kind of a mixed feeling towards this movie in a lot of ways. I I think it's pretty great. Um, I think it's definitely a fun watch at the very least, mm-hmm. um, even if it's not like you know perfect uh, or anything. I, I really enjoy the central performances. The cast does a lot of the heavy lifting for mm-hmm. me here for my enjoyment of it. Um, and I, I generally like, you know, what it's doing on a, on a thematic level, even though it doesn't mesh as well as I want it to a lot of the time. Um, it feels a little underbaked, <laughs> funnily underbaked. enough, <laughs> to, put a, to put a word to it. Oh. <laughs> um, but I still I still think it's a fun time. Uh, we just rewatched it, or I just rewatched it for the first time um, uh, like a Me few minutes ago, ago. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it holds up pretty well on rewatch, um, which you know, a lot of I, I I had the worry that a lot of its charm would wear off after the initial like shock, shock of it, yeah. yeah. But it was it was still a lot of fun, so mm-hmm. yeah, I, I gave it a um, four out of five. Nice, it's a good nice. time. Good rating. Yeah, um, Micah. Yeah, I also really I really enjoy this movie. Um, I think it, I think it's interesting because it does bring such an odd vibe between like writing the line between like kind of a goofy not take itself too seriously movie and yet a movie that feels like it's taking itself so so seriously (laughs) yeah (laughs) so it's like this very weird blend of the different kind of things they were going for you know like having having a cheeseburger in the midst of a very (laughs) lavish meal i laugh but i'm on the edge of my seat you know (laughs) Uh, but no definitely the cast is probably the highlight here ralph finds is is really fun in this role oh yeah Uh, nicholas holt which he always does a good job playing (laughs) like gross little guys to the character um, man I'll and he's so that. much fun in this and i'm and i'm always a huge uh, anya taylor joy fan yeah she's great. So. she's great love her so overall it's like it's interesting uh, like i said i was very interested to see this on a rewatch for especially thrillers or movies with twists it's very good to you know rewatch it and see Still how enjoy that flows the movie. yeah um and i wasn't as engaged and it doesn't fully reach f- as far as I wish it did, especially with an R rating. Um, <laughs> right. It does feel a bit tame <laughs> for what it could be. You know? But uh, it's still very enjoyable. Yeah. I also gave it a four out of five. 
Wow. Good reviews all around. Who does that? Those are all positive. It's got a 3.7 average on Letterboxd. That's really good, actually. Yeah, that's positive. That's a great average. I like this movie. Um, Good movie. Or at least people on Letterboxd like this movie. It's very funny. I don't know. A lot of the people that I follow, like, personally, um, the people I read film criticism from, uh, like, a lot of the time, seem very, like, either they liked it or they just like absolutely hated it i don't i don't know too many people who adore it like with all of their heart and think it's like a masterpiece or whatever but i do know most people seem to at the very least enjoy it to some degree i think everyone that i know that have that has watched it i like it a whole lot more than they do (laughs) like (laughs) i I love this movie and everyone else is kind of like ah, it's good yeah it's good yeah um which is yeah. interesting because you're a little bit more like out of the film sphere. So yeah, a lot I of your friends be watching and stuff. Movies for real. <laughs> well, well, no, right. I'm saying like a lot of your friends and stuff don't because there's a very specific way a lot of people who get into movie reviewing it's talk. Very niche. And oh yeah, for sure. It changes how you look at movies. So hearing like just <laughs> friends who yeah. you know just watch movies. They to like watch movies, movies, but they don't um, review movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it changes how you end up viewing movies. So I was yeah, absolutely curious to to hear how some of your friends. <laughs> might have thought they like we we enjoyed it we watched it for the first time like all together it was like a group of like five of us and we all watched it together and the entire time we were like i was just entranced with this film like the entire time i was watching it i was like this is so good and all my friends were like you're insane like you are a sociopath and you're crazy Um, because i just connected with the characters and they were like and they're insane and so um it was it was interesting the group of people that i watched it with didn't connect with it on the same level that i did but that's okay you know um but we all still enjoyed the movie i don't know that they'd rewatch it like i would but yeah you know we all still enjoyed it so and went to the went to the to the old local used movie store, and Marianne wasn't gonna buy anything. She was like, "Oh, I'm too too high and mighty for movies." I'm not too high and mighty. And then mighty. she wow. saw the menu just, and was like, "Oh, I gotta buy that." I just don't it. buy it on DVD, and I just don't buy many movies on DVD. Like yeah. I, I tend to stream just all stream. of the stuff yeah. that I watch. I know a lot of people like yeah, that. That yeah. was the, I mean, I'm but joking. you know, <laughs> but you know, I saw that movie and I was like, you know what, I gotta have it. And I thought that it came with a digital copy. Tragically, okay, it didn't. Okay, so side. Side note here about <laughs> wow. I love I love this used movie place. Uh, but uh, we go they, there every week. Often, yeah, we go there almost every week, every and they Friday. often it's have digital stuff. slips in, even though they're used yeah. movies. And I swear, Which the so one great. I picked up off the shelf <laughs> and looked at to check the price of the menu had the digital slip. <laughs> Which in is it. the same one he handed to me coincidentally. So I don't know if he's crazy or. <laughs> well, we go and retrieve the disc, like because they don't put the disc. It could have fallen cases. out. Yeah, it could yeah. anything could have happened. Yeah, I was about to say, and sometimes they'll even store the digital code slip with, yeah, with the, the disc. disc. Right. Yeah, so I, I could, you know, I still have the Blu-ray, though. So crazy, you can, you can crazy still watch cool it. Store. I can still watch it, and it's still streaming. Where is yeah. it streaming? Peacock? HBO. HBO, HBO yeah. Max. I will say, it looked a lot better on Blu-ray than yeah. on HBO. Oh, I'm sure it did. I mean, the compression and everything. <laughs> yeah, it's just the compression. But, uh... How about, how about we open up with with a question? A question, mm, question to question. really to really Ooh. dig deep into the the menu. <laughs> yes. All right, let's get into it. Let's do it. Second uh, course, let's go. <laughs> I have I have a question, just a default question, right. unless anybody else has anything else they specifically would want to start no, out with. Not not like that I had to start with. All right, well then I'll just go with a, a recently logged classic. <laughs> All right, a, a goofy little question to get us into our discussion. What is your favorite scene or sequence? That is a that is a question we've been asking pretty much since we started the podcast. Yeah, this is this is kind of an odd one to like pick one out on because yeah. it's not a very segmented film. Like obviously, mm-hmm. it, which it's, it's funny to say that. 
it is. It literally the entire movie is yeah, segmented. It's very segmented. But it all flows give me, really well. Give me your favorite course <laughs> in favorite the movie. Course. <laughs> favorite course. Ooh. That's tough, um, man. Like favorite course segment, you know? But it like narratively it's a very yeah flowing it flows movie. well it's all right? it's all it never it doesn't feel choppy <laughs> despite the say, fact that it's yeah. chopped you, up <laughs> you never leave really the central location once you get there and because it's a thriller by nature it kind of carries you along yeah. scene by scene yeah. there's not like oh and this was this scene and then they went out and did this and then they went out and did this yeah i don't think yeah. it ever feels super slow or like exactly choppy in that sense it's, with movies like this it's always hard to pick a scene like for yeah. me to pick a scene um I don't know. I, it's tough. You you said you had something. I beforehand. yeah. I can I can go first. Yeah, sure. Go I'm um, still thinking. Go for unless it. Unless you want to. I don't care. No, no. I'm still um, thinking. I, I just ask the question. I my favorite scene. Are we allowed to give spoilers? Is that yes. okay? Once yeah. We, yeah. Once we get past the little intro thing, little, it's usually presumed yeah. that we'll spoil the movie. Spoiler okay. alert for the menu. My favorite scene <laughs> is, and it's part of the reason that I so like emotionally connect to the movie is like my favorite scene is watching him cook the cheeseburger at the end and it's like a really sad it it makes me want to cry it makes me want to cry every time i see it because it's very (laughs) sad and very sweet like a very very bittersweet because he finally like falls back in love with what he's doing like he 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 has this glimpse of like passion again and you can he has his anton ego ratatouille (laughs) yes he does (laughs) he 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 vortexes back to being a simple line cook at a cheeseburger shop uh I don't know what a cheeseburger shop is. A cheeseburger is. shop? That's uh, not technically a wrong. diner. You know, a diner, yeah. He, he has his ratatouille flashback moment. Yeah. Um, and you can see just that, like, joy come back to him. But he already, like, the plan has already been set in place. And he doesn't, you know, plan mm-hmm. to go back on his word. Yeah. And so he continues through with he his... He can't ruin the menu. Right. So the menu must go on. Um but that was just a really beautiful scene for me, and like very sad. Yeah, uh, I was about to say. I think that I think that scene kind of encapsulates a lot of what the movie what is the movie going is, for. Yeah, because yeah. like a lot of the movie you could extrapolate is pretty much just like artists and like like as a criticism of artists and their passions and obsessions and losing what actually makes art art. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that—that's the center of yeah, this movie, that's like and that—that that scene is. Um, I mean, it's. I think it's the most meaningful scene to me throughout this movie. Um, which you know, I don't. I don't. I'm not leaving the theater for the menu like <laughs> sobbing my eyes out. But it, you know, it's a it's a sweet scene. Yeah, it's a, it's very, a solid pick. It's a very tonally interesting movie because yeah. like, you have that, and and like I said, you have all of these pretty serious elements. It ends on a rather self serious tone. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like a lot of the this movie is goofy as heck. One of my favorite scenes in the movie, just because it's goofy, essentially, is when they get Nicholas Holt's character into the kitchen and have him <laughs> cook. And the editing is really good. Like, it's actually, like, a well-done scene. Yeah. But it's just so goofy as he just cooks the worst meal you've ever seen. I think I think that scene is really great. I would honestly, if I were to pick one, I would probably go with the cheeseburger scene. That just I seems mean, like... The, the cheeseburger scene is probably, like, it, the best it's scene. It's like the most blatantly like Like, great scene i was about to say even carrying like the little bit before and a little bit after with it like i love i love like the the tension and the dialogue between ralph fines and anya taylor joy's character Mm -hmm. um like they have a fun on i was about to say chemistry their chemistry and tension between each other is really nice and it comes to a cool like fruition in that scene yeah yeah um because i mean another one of my favorite scenes would be them talking in his office 
yeah. you know, in that, that little is break. Scene, like yeah. that that scene for me. Because, you know, watching the movie leading up to that scene, I was like, you know, this is great. But, like, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. Until they get to that scene and you just see, like, the entire storyline kind of come to this aha moment. Yeah. And, I <laughs> you mean, their, their, like, interactions are really the thing about this movie that... I enjoy the most. Yeah. Like, obviously, I like it's like tongue in cheek satire of like it's so you know funny. art criticism and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. Like, it's 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 a good time, but that really is honestly the thing that I connect to the most out of this movie is yeah. that central dynamic between the two of them and the way it progresses. It's yeah. very nice. Yeah, it's interesting because <laughs> I think I think that actually brings out like something that I specifically wanted to talk about too because it's a movie that feels I think I think it feels like it's almost trying to do too much when really mm. a lot of the central elements that work are mostly honestly between like the like those two characters. Yeah. Um I could see that. Like it, it feels like it's trying to tonally do a little too much. Um and like you 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 can even see if you look at how this movie was marketed and stuff and I guarantee that's a lot <laughs> of the way like the reason a lot of like mass audiences would have been disappointed with this yeah. is it very much markets like markets itself as like a thriller almost horror like suspense thing it's so funny i, I thought it was going to be scarier than it was yeah it's it's not very scary <laughs> everyone thought it was going to be very, a cannibal it's movie. very goofy everyone thought it was going to be about <laughs> yeah. cannibals but it's yeah. not um and like thinking exactly thinking about all of those elements is very interesting because it feels like it's kind of like oh it's dipping it, it's dipping a toe over in the thriller pool and also kind of barely <laughs> like almost like elevated um elevated horror kind of like thing. not even elevated horror but just like that kind of elevated style. I'd classify it as suspense comedy. Yeah, yeah, I would too. Um, and then it's also like it's got all of these different elements that it's kind of tapping into, but I don't feel like there's much cohesion outside of those two characters who kind of feel like they operate outside of all of that. You think outside like you else. think like the more thrillery elements are just kind of more there as yeah, like window of, dressing yeah, to, to say, sell it. They feel like yeah, they feel like window dressing okay. to me because I can like, see that. I don't. I wouldn't say a hundred percent, but yeah, they're necessary for like the plot of what they're going for. <laughs> yeah, the whole yeah. thing is so, yeah. that like he's yeah. he's gonna kill all of them by the end. But if that was like really the plot that they wanted to fully go for, I feel like they could have committed a lot more to it. <laughs> yeah, I um, don't. I don't think they needed to though. I just wanted. I don't know. Especially Did you with, want it to be bloodier? <laughs> I wanted like, it to be a lot bloodier. I wanted it to be a lot more like, I don't know, when I get into a movie like this, maybe this speaks poorly <laughs> on me, but if I get into a movie like this or like my expectations for something like Funny Games or something like that, mm. something that's advertised as kind of like this, like, oh, this like sick twisted thing from a normal meal, I want it to actually like slightly disturb me or something. Well, and this doesn't it come does. anywhere it near that. It is disturbing, I mean, but I for a different reason than yeah. they advertised, you know? You sound like me talking about horror movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, it... I don't know. I well, mean, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying it's a little dissonant because they is. don't lean into it enough yeah. to make it feel like it is anything other than window dressing, even though it That's is fair. technically integral to the plot. That's fair. Yeah, I was about to say, thematically, it makes a lot of sense to be there. Um, but it, I, it doesn't feel as well, in, like, incorporated as it could. I think them brushing past it, though, is, you know, is part of the the point. Like, they make it so casual and so, like, just brush yeah. past quickly yeah. on purpose. Yeah, like, I don't... To drive how, how, like, 
casual they're being about, like how insane it yeah, is, how callous. And, I, and I think, yeah. and I think that goes into some of. That. I agree with what you're saying, like because I don't think this should be an elevated horror movie. In <laughs> no. fact, I think slightly the message they're going for is kind of against the elevated horror movement, um, which it isn't is, really, yeah. a, which isn't really a genre. That's why there's like a movement against it because <laughs> it's just it's supposed to be like this again, kind of like the food in the thing. It's supposed to be this flashy, super precise, but like. Um, it, it's, I just lost the word, but uh, like it's not even it's not a real genre because like it it completely disregards what makes horror so unique and great as a genre to begin with. Yeah, so obviously yeah. I'm not saying it should have all been like the final s'more blood, scene or blood. something, and it should have been <laughs> like this grand statement thingy. Yeah, I I think that would have been like you know obviously very <laughs> disingenuous to what it's going for. Yeah. Right. Um, so I don't know, but I just... It's interesting. I was about to say, I don't know what it should be. <laughs> I, think, I think the reason I liked it so much is because of its subtlety. And I don't know if you guys see it as subtle, because you obviously know movies more than I do. So my definition of subtlety is going to be a lot different than yours. Um, but, like, the message is so subtle, especially in the beginning when the real insanity, like, the unraveling begins. Well, I would I would say you're I would say I agree with you, but I think you're using the wrong word. It's not subtle. <laughs> it's not subtle. What it's is, it's not the subtle che- at all. The cheeseburger literally has like a one to one like exact like meaning in everything. Yeah, in the and story. from from the very opening, all of these all of these rich people coming on this. Yeah, I mean it's a, do this it's a very blatant story, yeah. but it does have a lot of thematic richness. Yeah, to it's it. got richness it's like in its themes. Politically driven, but yeah. it's not politically driven in my face, and so. Yeah, which is a feat. I appreciate it. it it's yeah. more like it, what you're describing <laughs> is agenda, like a, it's like it's a fable or yeah. more than yeah. anything. I was about to say it's it's simple. a cautionary tale. It's simple, but when, it's you know. not like when it's make, not subtle. Yeah, when making a movie like this, you you write a fine line between being like enjoyable and making a point, yeah. or like really in your face, like look at all these terrible people, ah, right, right, yeah. eat the rich or something like that. You know, like they don't go full with that. They don't go full eat the rich because again, <laughs> one of my favorite parts of the entire, like one of the funniest things to me is that uh, he brings one of the people on the actor on the island <laughs> simply because he hated his film so much. Yeah, like it, it, he was like, this man deserves to die for right? what he's he like. Did. It was my one day off, and I watched a bad film that you were the star of. He didn't even write it, didn't direct it, nothing. He just was. His face was on the screen, and he said, "You know what? That's it. Done deal for you, guy." Which again, I was yeah. going to say, I think I think tonally it actually is quite impressive because I do think it does a pretty good job balancing its tone. Yeah, I think I think it. It's a very smooth watch yeah, overall. The comedy and the drama and all of that blends together well. The s'more scene never really works for me. I, do, I don't like it. It, it makes doesn't me, land well. It makes no. me uncomfortable. I hate watching it. Well, no, I, I like it in theory. I actually... I do really like it as an ending like for the a, movie. Especially I don't as like, like watching a... the chocolate drip down their face, like, <laughs> yeah, in their no, eyes. Like, I'm like, no, Ew. that's cool. That's the point. It's but that's the that's the first thing that feels like it kind of is going for Horror-y. the kind of thing that I wish it was going for, but at the same time, it's doing it in that, like, again, kind of elevated horror facade type thing, where it's all very... It it feels out of place with the rest of the movie. I think it it is a very if to me yeah. it feels like a full different tone of like yeah. that scene feels and yeah. I I appreciate that it takes itself um, seriously in its last little bit but I I wish the s'more thing had a bit stronger footing yeah. you know 
as a, as it an ending. It had more impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I because I really like it in theory. In fact, like it's kind of similar to an ending of like a horror script that I've written, actually, <laughs> yeah. um, but just slightly different, not having anything to do with food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, delicious. Uh, so like it's very up my alley in terms of what I want for from like a a, a, a quote unquote scary or like gross movie. I want it to be like I want them to do gross, you and scary, disturbing yeah. looking things yeah. with good imagery. Um, so I don't know. It's very odd. Do we do we have another question? Though? Um, yeah. What did you guys think of like the ensemble? I I said that I liked it, but were there any standout performances that you guys enjoyed, or just like fun chemistry, fun line deliveries, anything? I I always love Anya Taylor Joy. She She's is great. one of my favorite like actresses recently. She's yeah. been in a lot more of the things that I've watched as of late. Oh yeah. Um. And I just she she's great. <laughs> she's good at like, everything um, I've seen. Yeah, her in. Even, yeah. So <laughs> even the bad movies, like even the New bad Mutants. movies. Oh man, New Mutants. Man. I think Ugh. she just does. I think the entire on like the entire cast does a great job, yeah. like really being in their characters. Like they all definitely take their characters to heart. Even the sleazy, like gross ones. <laughs> like, say, they, they play it well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I really don't, and I don't want to like completely mess it up. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know either. I was going to help you, Leguizamo? but I... Yeah, oh, something. yeah. Leguizamo? Yeah, something like John Leguizamo? John yeah, Leguizamo. That's the one. I, I have loved him <laughs> I was like, since, are you guys since I watched Ice Age. And Dude. for some reason, yeah. every Wait, time I... Wait, who is he in Ice Age? He's Sid. He's Sid. Oh, that every tracks. Time I see <laughs> that's him what I associate him with. Yeah. Every time I see him in something, I get really <laughs> happy. Like, I really just... Right? I just love him and stuff. <laughs> he's and he's just, fun in he's this. He's good and he's fun. And, like, all the characters, like, as unhinged as most of the movie really is, they all, like... I don't know. They all just play good, their parts yeah. well. Good performances, yeah. pretty much all around. And the characters that are supposed to be the worst are the worst. And you know, I, I don't know. It just all—they all work together really well. They all had great chemistry on on screen. Yeah, to bring to bring a little criticism to the point of the ensemble, and it's not really the ensemble's performances. <laughs> I think the performances are all good. Performances, but are I think fine, yeah. I think that also kind of leads into uh, like just that feeling that I kind of get from this movie that it's a little sloppy because I think the ensemble, especially like even like the the chefs. And like, like the, even like the chefs in the kitchen, the different yeah, chefs, like the oh, different yeah. chefs in the yeah. kitchen, and then you have like the married couple, and like all of these different, they, like yeah. the business, all of them feel like they're there because they're there in the story, but it never really feels again because Anya Taylor Joy and Ralph Fiennes are really like the main thing going on. I, I feel a little like in the same way that the s'more thing doesn't mm -hmm. feel like it fully ties together I can it always that, feels yeah. a little weird to me that these characters are yes there for a purpose but are just kind of there at well, the same time that's but that was my biggest my pretty much biggest and only complaint with the movie is that it felt super underdeveloped in mm -hmm. some yeah. like you see those characters there and you hear bits and pieces of their stories as to like why they're there kind of yeah. but like the one guy like <laughs> cheated on his wife and you know the other guys were like laundering money and yeah, you yeah. know homeboy was in a bad movie <laughs> uh, but like Honestly. that's really all you get to understand the critic they go into a little bit more but mm -hmm. not even really like you don't get to know them and i know that's not the point because like you said yeah. the driving characters are you know 
the yeah, chef. Honestly. And, yeah. I don't know. It feels empty, though. With with how goofy this movie is, I kind of wish they would have, like, gone for, like, flashbacks. Like, that would have been kind of fun. Like, family family guy style. (laughs) He mentions why he brought them there, why he's punishing them, and then it, like, shows something to where you actually get some, like, real interactions. I I didn't connect with any of the other characters because you're not given the chance to. Like, you, you. yeah. Again, a lot of the movie, know. a lot of the movie, despite like kind of what it's going for, I think about like making good, genuine, and fun art. I feel like a lot of the things kind of feel like, like you know, like sprinkles. Well, it's interesting because there's there's almost no personal stakes to any of the side characters, yeah. which really leaves them. Because like I like all of them in theory, yeah. but then there's nothing that really connects them. I was to me, say, they're right. getting punished like, I connect, for a reason that yeah. connects to what's his face. Yeah. But we aren't connected to him. Exactly. We're not supposed to connect with him in that way. Yeah, um, which I, I don't know. It 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 always leaves me a bit flat with the side characters because I I like a lot of the stuff that's there. I like a lot of the critique and stuff that's there, but I don't know. It always falls a little flat, like you said. Yeah, I was about to say because you're because you're not supposed to empathize with the with the people in the restaurant. You're supposed to see why like they all are there for different reasons, mm-hmm. right? Um, but you're all also not supposed to empathize with um, Chef. I Mr. empathized Chef. with well, no, Chef during, through the no, whole no, movie. During dude. this part of the movie. During, through the like, whole movie. During this, because... like That's what my friend said I was insane. It's supposed, it's supposed to keep the tension going, so you're not supposed to be like, yeah, because you don't have any context, it's a tension-building thing, but because you can't empathize with him for killing all of them, because we don't know anything, like, we're not personally connected yeah, to Yeah, I can that, see what you're saying. And guess, you're yeah. not supposed to empathize with them, because they're bad people. <laughs> well... <laughs> you just kind of are, like, watching. That's why <laughs> I thought it was so strange because I really did empathize with the chef. Like I was like, I am behind this man 100% for some yeah. reason. I feel what he's feeling, but I don't know why. And it wasn't until like the, you know, the office scene where they sit down <laughs> and talk that I was like, oh, I get it now. Like yeah. that's why I empathize with him. But like through the entire first part of the movie where you said you aren't no, supposed no. to empathize well, with him, I definitely did. You're, you're, you empathize with him. You don't empathize inherently. You're not supposed to inherently empathize with his actions, I think, because they're supposed to be what's driving the tension of the movie. He was just slowly going insane. I was about to say, I I think the chef on the whole is he supposed is, to be kind of like he's a sympathetic bad character. the the inner like the inner <laughs> voice of pretty much anyone who's ever tried to make anything you know right like, like he wants to make something grand and meaningful and then loses he he loses, he loses his, himself he chases yeah. perfection and becomes obsessive exactly and... yeah <laughs> which in that in that case like pretty much everyone's going to relate to that aspect of him so i've always found him to be a relatable character but obviously yeah, obviously is. like i, I can the see what you're saying yeah. Part, yeah. No, no, I'm, you know? I'm, yeah i'm not saying you shouldn't empathize exactly with him. obviously yeah. you're supposed to again the whole ch- yeah. reason the cheeseburger scene works is because <laughs> exactly. you empathize with it that's such right. a great um, such a great catharsis but you're not movie, again when you're watching the first part of the movie you're not yeah. apparently supposed to empathize with his actions just because they are narratively the driving tension points of the movie Movie. Yeah. Mm. Were there any standout performances, though, for you, Micah? Um, I mean, outside <laughs> of the two leads. Yeah, um, I was about to say the two leads, I really obviously. liked... Um, uh, why did I just lose her name? I said her name even when I was... The sous chef? Cast, yeah. Um, the sous chef. Hong Chao. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. She is quite I good. I love yeah. her performance in this. It's really fun. <laughs> yeah, she is a lot of fun in I this. thought she was like the maitre d'. Is she? She's like the... She's like the the hostess. I don't Hold really on, know. No. Hold <laughs> on, I, no. I don't know restaurants well enough for this man. Yeah. She's the one planning everything. <laughs> like, like, rewatch Ratatouille. She's like the second in the command, kitchen. I think. <laughs> I, thought, I always thought she was more like a merino. 
you know? <laughs> no, I don't Front think, of the house. I mean, she like, could be a Marino. I that's don't know. Funny. That's, that's how I view None it. of us paid attention close enough to <laughs> catch her job title. I don't apparently. think they ever say it, but like that's <laughs> I that's yeah, how I, I view they say, her. I don't think they say her. Because she deals with all the front of the house but stuff. She also, She's never she in the also, kitchen. No, they also say she was in charge of like getting things together yeah. and, de- and delegating responsibilities. That's true. Like Marino. No, but like delegating responsibilities <laughs> to the chef. Marino doesn't delegate the Hell's responsibilities kitchen, to Hell's the Kitchen chefs. parallels. Oh, sorry. Um, I've been watching a lot of Hell's Kitchen recently, if you could tell. Uh, yeah, I guess, but I still wouldn't call her a sous chef for that. No, I didn't call her I a called sous her chef. a sous chef. Oh. I called her, like, quite wrong. Like, I don't know. I don't a sous. Know. Like, like the, the, <laughs> the second in command. I That's don't funny. know. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, I can't praise... The Christina um, to his Gordon Ramsay. Ralph Fiennes and Anya Taylor-Joy. The enough. person who does the yeah, little angel wing great. flap symbol yeah. or um, signal. Their, their energy here really carries a lot of my enjoyment yeah, of this movie. Like, absolutely. Dude, without their tension and their energy <laughs> and their back and forth and they're very, like... There's so many great very small mannerisms in the way they talk, yeah. Ralph Fiennes' performance yeah. here. As, as usual. It's crazy. That's his, what carries it. His performance is, like, oddly emotional, but yeah. so deadpan at the same time. Exactly. He's great I will. This, I will say, though, because I just thought I forgot to mention this when you asked Standout. I do think Nicholas Holt genuinely is giving a really fun He is really great. I wish Tyler, his character was a bit more, like... I don't know, empathetic to a degree because he just kind of goes off the rails like within a few minutes. He's absolutely like I know. They, he he's is absolutely, absolutely insane. insane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like he, you don't like him from the very yeah. First I just wish they would have made him a little more empathetic because it just I think he brought fun. a woman to the island to die. I, think, I know. I think <laughs> his character worked more for me on a rewatch actually, really? like making him like be completely sinister apparently from yeah. the start, just completely disillusioned by this guy. I don't know. It just seems <laughs> he, he seems like a very cynical character to write like i like say like i don't know i know he the movie the isn't necessarily saying like all people like him are bad but like i get what the i get what it's trying to do yeah. and it, it just honestly, feels too honestly, sinister to me I honestly it feels like kind of a joke too like how yeah he, yeah how, removing the illusion how, he, how from... tyler ends up dying man oh my god <laughs> it's such a joke to like like that would that would literally be a joke somebody would make on the internet yeah, <laughs> yeah. i get i get what they're saying though like mm-hmm. with the yeah you no know, i get it i just wish i connected from the art yeah. I, yeah. No, I, it's it's cool. I like I and I love his performance. His I was just had a saying, good point. I wish yeah, his I was character say, was again. A bit again, that ties less, back to yeah. That ties gross. back to every every side character, every person sat in the kitchen has a thematic reason for technically being there. The yeah. critics for people like stomping on young artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um the actor for people like an artist who's lost any care for his like to be for his craft, yeah. Craft-wise uh Tyler for being just overly a, a super fan ugh. but not actually being anything more than a fan essentially like not actually caring C- bringing nothing to the artistic bringing nothing table, to the table yeah. right um so like each each of and like the the married couple for not actually appreciating any of the table. food they just keep coming back <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. everybody's there for a reason yeah um but again, it ties back to that, but it doesn't really feel as much as it should. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that honestly, I, I, as much as like I bellyache about that, that's really honestly like my only big criticism of the movie yeah, is that it just doesn't is... make me feel as much as I want it to. Yeah, because yeah. this is like a yeah. good movie. It's, it's fun. a good movie. It's, yeah. well it's a great shot. movie, I would it's argue. It's got a good production design. <laughs> It's a good movie. I think the editing especially pops off in a couple of scenes. I love it, yeah. Yeah, 
I guess so. I don't know. I'm not enamored with the editing. It's I'm it's functional, it. but but I think I, I think in a couple of scenes, like in like the kitchen scenes, especially <laughs> yeah, like anytime true, it's in the I kitchen, suppose, I feel yeah. like the editor was like, okay, we can have fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like the way the movie looked. It was pretty. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a nice look to it. Filmed here in our own state, Georgia, <laughs> on Jekyll Island, represent in Savannah. <laughs> whoop whoop, you know. You can you can go to the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can you can go to the island. Is it a real that restaurant? That was filmed on. I don't oh. think so. Oh, no. But you, Jekyll Island, Jekyll Island is a real That's island really in Savannah, Georgia, though. So you can go it's to the true. island. Yeah, but you go, can't. yeah, it's a real <laughs> restaurant. Not. All of these people are real. It's a documentary. It's a documentary. It's a documentary. No. But That's funny. go Georgia, go I guess. Georgia, uh, I think it's a really pretty film. Like aesthetically, I really like. I understand the cinematography probably isn't perfect, it. but like aesthetically, I think it's really pretty and like it it connects with the whole artistry side of the point of the movie. I it, well, I wish it had a little more grain to it. I want it to be grain? Like, yeah, like grain. I want like this to grit? be on like, like film yeah, grain. I want this to be on like. 35 millimeter. That would be That's really the, cool. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like Micah that would said, give it. Get the grain. I feel like that would be give it like. <laughs> no, no. I feel like that would give it like a tangibility that it that it doesn't feel like it has. Mm. That's uh, too crispy. That's a little fair. too crispy. Like I mean, I'm not even saying just shoot it on film because I think even like Tenet, which is shot on film, looks, looks a little too too sanitized. Too sanitized. Yeah. What, are they, what are they on on that? Like sanitized. 70 something millimeter. 70 millimeter. I think. Yeah. It's yeah. Too big. What was this shot? On? You don't like the big celluloid, Micah. It's a boo. <laughs> Boo. It's funny though. Yeah, I was about to say. I'm pretty sure this was shot on like just digitally. I will say, I I do like the handheld stuff that they do here. I I never quite know how to feel about handheld because it can be so like pointless. It can feel so low low effort a lot of the time when I see movies use it. Um, and a, a prestige television kind of brought that curse upon movies too, <laughs> where they would just like shoot handheld coverage of a scene and then edit it together. However, you know. Yeah. Um, but this this has a pretty good intentionality to it. I, it adds it to the unease. It's pretty intentionally shot, and I, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> I another big thing for me is like the pacing of the movie. Like I am a huge. <laughs> if a movie is over two hours. <laughs> Which you're, is a, lucky, okay. you're lucky Which if I'm going to watch the thing. average length for a movie very, very two hours. Two and a half, runtime for really a movie. pushing it for me. Three hours, absolutely not. Um, hey, you watched like two, three hour movies and liked them both. That recently. I was tricked into watching. <laughs> but you say. liked them. Um, but yes, I enjoy them. But yeah. like for me, pacing is a huge thing. Like There have been so many movies that I've watched where I'm like, this to me is the death of me because it is so boring and Aww. taking so long like i watched a three-hour movie a while ago that i was like this feels like a three-hour movie <laughs> yeah like you can tell this is a three-hour film yep. <laughs> um and so like for this movie i almost wish it would have been a little bit longer mm, and i know yeah. that i've been told that i was like crazy for thinking that because <laughs> no, they were like i yeah. feel like it would be too slow if it was longer but i disagree like i feel like they could have done a whole lot think, more like like you said building into the yeah, like think, side characters I and things like that they made it longer it or again do like flashbacks or something right. like something to yeah, I think it could have been longer. Some of the points, sure. some of the points feel like they breeze by too quickly. Yeah, for yeah. Me. Towards the latter half, yeah, they kind of lose a lot of like the very intentionality of his speeches and the menu, like mm-hmm. and the like the. Blah, blah, blah. 
course title cards and everything, it feels like it's going very fast. Yes. It feels yeah. like, whoa, you just went through Which like, is three good, because it's engaging. Right, but, like, like it I, keeps you interested. It does leave you wanting a bit. A yeah, bit more, yeah. And, it, and I don't think, I think too, like it, it starts to get faster and yet it doesn't like build its tension in a proper way to yeah. go along with that. Cause like you have like the See, finger. I feel like it does. Well, I feel like the more like chaotic it gets, the faster paced it ha- is. But you have like the, the finger cutting off thing. And I think that's one of the most like brutal things in the way and that it's And they do that filmed. right after the. Cause I was about to say, <laughs> yeah. That's right in the beginning. That's right after the. Right um, after he. Yeah. yeah, right after yeah. the mess course. <laughs> the mess, yeah. The mess, um, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, like, so then that happens, and that's one of, like, the most overtly, like, graphic, violent things shown. Because even the... Yeah, both those scenes back-to-back were probably the most graphic things in the movie. I was about to say, even, like, Man's Folly or whatever, they never do that. They don't do that Dude, in any, that like, that goes by so quickly. ...way, or they speed yeah. through it. Yeah. It's, so it doesn't build The course lasts, like, like, three minutes. That's the scene I was actually thinking of when I said it went by too quickly, was well, that scene. I just think it... I don't think it drove its point well exactly. enough. Exactly, like yeah. they could have, they could have elaborated. Yeah, a little it seems bit more. again, it seems out of nowhere because we have no backstory for that. We're not connected to any of it, even less so this character who's bringing on the reason for this course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, and the themes that it, she just got introduced, oh, yeah. <laughs> and like the themes that it plays in movie, into yeah. of like, like you know, like sexual assault and that kind of thing of people in uh, like, like the service in, industry uh, or like uh, the well, artist yeah, industry. Art industry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's hardly breezed over. Like, that's yeah. completely... And that's a whole other can of worms <laughs> right. that you can get into. Right. And, uh, the art industry promotes, if you're a talented artist, mm-hmm. being able to get away with stuff. Yeah. Um, so, like... Good it, idea. It's a good idea, but that's e- even more so than almost every other point it goes for. This thing is, like, breezed through, <laughs> and the actual, quote-unquote, like, violent actions of it, which are very, like, uncomfortable in theory, are yeah. not shot or presented in a way that even, like, that made makes me, it super as a guy, cringe. Like, I was right. not, I was not bothered, really. Unbothered. For the actions that are happening in that scene, I feel like I should be bothered. I thought she stabbed him elsewhere. Dude, so did I the first time. And then it cuts, and it's and just, like, on his thigh. Thigh, yeah. and I was like, oh, it could have been so much better. Right, <laughs> that was my thought. It could have driven the point home so yeah. much harder. Uh, <laughs> I I thought that was so funny that they decided not to go right because again, that feels like the it feels like the obvious choice. I don't know. Again, why it's well, that's why all we guys. all sat there and like it switched to him and his like his thigh was See, stabbed, and I, thought, and I was like, really? I thought both times, I thought it showed him getting stabbed like right there. No, so. that's how they that's how they filmed it. That's what they wanted you to mm-hmm. believe, and then it was. Just I wonder if they had to change it. Maybe I don't they know. They might have for some know. reason. Because yeah. Uh, yeah, I was under the impression <laughs> that, that it was the like that plan. anyway. I, I, like going into this, that's why I said as a guy, I didn't. Cr- I thought I never. I didn't see that it was stabbing into his thigh. <laughs> yeah, no, it shows his thigh. It's all ripped and bloody in that one spot, like pretty far over on man. Yeah, it's like here. See, and that's kind of lame. Why do? That. Exactly. If, yeah. if the point you're going for is a, like a comment on sexual assault, then why not? And holding people accountable yeah, for their folly. actions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't know. That's honestly like one of the weaker parts of the entire film. Yeah. That uh, that hey, whole like the, three five minute. Yeah. The egg segment. The egg thing is fun. That is a funny bit. That's good. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Any any other major things you guys want to cover while we're here? I was about to say, do we have any any other questions? I don't know. I we we've talked mostly about like it, it's funny. I didn't. I wasn't sure if I wanted to do an episode on the menu when you guys first brought it up, um, just because I don't have too much to say about it outside of I liked the performances and I wish it was a bit better. <laughs> um, so I've I've pretty much covered a lot of my just thoughts on the movie. Yeah, and really. I, think, I was about to say I think we've covered a lot of the bases because honestly, 
I, uh, the biggest problem I have with it. I mean, we all gave it yeah. positive yeah, ratings. Yeah, we all gave it very positive all, ratings. Like, yeah. yeah, it's not perfect. But like, I think the biggest thing that makes it feel like it's not perfect, or at least feel like it's not hitting as it should, is exactly what we've talked about. That it doesn't really fully take its time to elaborate on a lot of like the side characters and stuff and get you more invested into the actual points it's trying to make, right. despite the points all being there. Right. Because like the points, the point of the movie was why I connect with the movie so yeah, much you know yeah. like someone who's worked in the service industry and who works in like art and is like passionate about things like yeah. that movie connects so hard because oh, yeah. you can't make everyone happy and everyone's always going to hate what you do <laughs> no matter how obsessive you become with it and like stuff like that yeah. and that's a you know it's a it's, hard reality to swallow i was about to say all three of us here are either artists or work in the service industry right. or yep. both right <laughs> so <laughs> you know it drives home with all three of us kind of the point it's trying to make and i can understand if you don't work in those areas how this movie would fall like really flat for yeah, you because that's absolutely you know, or, if, you or if you're going into it without even like reading into anything just looking for taking a fun everything time yeah just right. just hoping could, for a fun could slasher kind of, kind of thing flat, yeah. yeah um but you know it makes its points well in yeah. as well as it can for the time that it's given <laughs> you know yeah uh, i was about to say didn't i say it was it's like, really fun yeah, i it's, it's, i think it's, it's under a, two hours i think it's a hilarious movie it's like an hour 47 yeah, or like something i like said that. it's under yeah. two hours that's crazy it should have been like at least two hours yeah yeah i agree um but like i think it's hilarious i laugh every time i watch it like i like making fun <laughs> of the really horrible people and like there's some right. really good one-liners in the movie there's so many good line deliveries it's a taco uh, a taco that could hold up in court <laughs> <laughs> like there's just certain stuff that I laugh at every single time. Yeah, um, it's a good time. The little man. like card descriptions of all uh, of the of all of the, the dish dishes. Cards. Yeah, fun, the dish yeah. cards. They they make me laugh. They're yeah. just, it, think, it has fun with itself, like you said, but still being you know serious about its points. Yeah, I think despite some of its problems, it kind of hits exactly on a technical level what it wanted to go for, being something yeah. that not only commented on different sects of art and everything and on artists, but also was not getting caught up in that. That was also just a fun time. Because I think that was yeah. part of what made this movie, like what they were going for, was yeah, that this movie yeah. was supposed to it's be... It's supposed to be a fun movie. Yeah. Fun. Something I think, that you can easily engage with. I think that's what makes it so rewatchable, is that like it's the <laughs> yeah. whole movie isn't based on like these twists and this like suspense. Mm -hmm. The whole movie is just That's fun. not... Yeah, it has value outside of It's supposed of that, to be yeah. a little right. bit more of a cheeseburger kind of movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which it very much is, I think. Yeah. That's what gives it rewatchability. Yeah, it's a solid sure. cheeseburger. I would eat it again. Now, that is a cheeseburger. <laughs> so, Marianne, one of your favorites of last year? Uh, yeah. Maybe absolutely. your favorite? I watched a lot of really good movies <laughs> yeah, in 2022. There was a lot of good I'm going to be really year. honest. Like, 2022, and I don't even like movies like that. Marianne's not. 20, yeah, she's not I, as They make fun of me all us. the time because, like, I'm just not that big of a movie person, and they try to get me. They're like, oh, maybe you'll like this. And I'm yeah. like, no. <laughs> no, I won't. No, what I make fun of you most for is we'll, we'll show you, like, we'll talk about all these movies, and you'll be like, oh, sounds terrible. She goes out with her friends or, like, her boyfriend or something, and then she'll tell us what she watched. And I'm like, I you think watched he's that? Still of You're all still things, mad of, of all about things. Oh Brother Where Art Though. I think that a and like salty. the Dude. fact that you watched like The Northman before I did is okay. hilarious. That's crazy. I, again, That's that crazy. was another one of those movies. There were two movies that I got tricked into going to see in the movie theater. One was Batman, the Batman, and one was The Northman. Very recent and, examples. You know, um, both good Most movies. Yeah. movies. Uh, I I don't know. I really liked a lot of movies that I watched this year, but I think the menu is definitely up there nice. on one of my favorites i don't know if i would put like it a personal my favorite, favorite yeah. but yeah no, like it's, it's definitely my top three nice. i would fun. say very cool 
Um, I I don't remember if it made my top like little twenty. It does top twenty. Top I made 20? for the list. Yeah. Uh, no, white noise beat it out. I think that's the bottom of mine. I don't I don't think it which twenty one. Twenty one. There you go. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, just but yeah. to cover over, I feel like we've covered everything well. Absolutely. But, yeah. Uh, again, I give it a four out of five. Four Excellent. out of five, baby. Um, four and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half. We love and, to see it. And Ruby, what you get? Oh, I already said I gave it a four. Well, yeah, I was saying, like, say it again. I already you did. We're recapping. Well, yeah, but yeah, you, guys, you already said you guys were You guys were like, yeah, four. Four. Four and a half. Four. I was like, yeah, I gave it a four. And you guys four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. four. <laughs> I gave it a four. But yeah, that was that was <laughs> the menu. We hope we hope you enjoyed nice. this carefully constructed, meticulously planned <laughs> right. uh, Obviously. menu before you. Bone, bo- bone appetite. Bone appetite. Bone, bone, ap- bone appetite. <laughs> it's really funny because we we mentioned this. We've done two episodes counting this one in this season for this season about like a singular a movie, movie yeah. and they are Ratatouille and the Menu, which have a lot of parallels. It's just like the Menu for real. <laughs> like the menu for real. Right. Both uh, commentaries on art, specifically via, culinary. Specific I was about to say via yeah. via the lens of well, actually they're both specifically comments on uh, often movie art um that's true less so ratatouille more so I the think menu ob- obsessive um, movie art which again both cover both through <laughs> the lens of food it's funny and obsession wow yeah. amazing like you've done that's it so crazy you've dissected wow. the movie again the anton ego moment is literally an anton ego moment it's funny it, uh, <laughs> quite quite literally. uh but yeah any anything anything else uh, you want to add, Marianne? I don't think so. I think I've I think I've stated my piece anything, of the movie. Anything Very you nice. want to Anything you want to shout out? Uh, no, I don't really do much. Uh, <laughs> don't, I, I quote, <laughs> "Don't really do much." Really do much. <laughs> uh, I mean, I have a letterbox. Just I'm not I, active. I, I mean, it'll be I linked log in the description. My movies yeah. on occasion. Uh, <laughs> see, but, see, Haley, my girlfriend, uh, who's also been on the podcast before, she'll like only log a movie if she like really has something she wants to say. But like for very specific <laughs> stuff, like if she thinks of something and she yeah. wants to like tell the crowd of people that is on Letterboxd, then she will write a review. <laughs> Otherwise, she doesn't log anything. <laughs> I have a friend of mine who has a Letterboxd account, and her only logged movie is Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Roderick Rules. Yeah. Uh, and so I use my letterbox about that much. But yeah. um, I have I have multiple log movies in there. I actually just logged the menu. Nice. Uh, and I'll probably go back through and That's log so all my 2022 crazy. movies just because I did. Recently logged will probably... Oh, wait. You didn't review it probably, though. Uh, no, but mm. I can. I was about to say, because uh, the recently logged HQ page. HQ, we haven't actually uh, announced the HQ yeah. page. Well, what, a, what, what better time than now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, um, for, for those on Letterboxd, we now have an official HQ uh, page. It's the um, s- center, the home of recently logged now. Go follow. You go follow. If you have a Letterboxd, which this all is like of, a all of the revenue based. of the podcast has uh, not covered all of the expense for the HQ. Go but follow it's there. the HQ page. So go, guys. go follow it. Search There's some recently cool stuff. logged yeah. on Letterboxd. It's cool stuff. Do it. I think. 
<laughs> yeah, so that's about all I have to plug. You know, if all you guys right. want to follow me on Instagram, you can, but I, it's, it's a personal account, so <laughs> don't expect much. I don't really, uh, yeah, I don't do much. It's always funny when we have like personal friends and family and stuff like on the podcast instead of like someone who's in like the Does film this, review sphere, yeah, yeah like, or just like the filmmaking. I mean, sphere. We, we almost always get like friends on the yeah, podcast, yeah. but yeah. like like Yossi and like stuff. Yossi, he's got but like he a bunch does of projects. This, yeah. yeah, he's got like a short <laughs> film and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they were like, "Is there anything about. you want to plug?" And I said, "I, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't really do much." So, funny. yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. I thank you, it. thank you for joining us on the podcast again. Anytime. Uh, go listen to the Igor episode. <laughs> go listen to the Igor oh, episode. Uh, can't can't verify its quality. Certified childhood classic. Um, yep. Probably not very good. <laughs> In uh, hindsight, but you know, I've re-listened to it recently. Actually, that episode, yeah. episode, yep. It's a it's a decentish episode. It's, it's okay. <laughs> early, you can early, go hear how different early, our voices sound. I was about to say early right? by, uh, is five odd. years ago. It's very uh-huh. strange. I don't think it's bad, but it's, it's definitely strange. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, thank you guys for joining us. Thanks for listening, and uh, we hope that you enjoyed our our thoughts on the menu. And we will see you next time with maybe some other vaguely cooking related <laughs> movie. <laughs> Really Only funny. culinary arts movies for the rest of really 2023. Season, season five is, uh, is all arts. food movies. <laughs> that would be insane. <laughs> that would be wild. Anyways. But thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, we'll catch you in the next episode. On the flippity flip. Bye. 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 Guys. <laughs>
probably one of the best and like wildest documentaries I've seen since like Free Solo. Um, oh, interesting. But yeah, it's it's a really it's a really compelling documentary. I w- I was pleasantly surprised watching it. Uh, but yeah, Navalny, I, I gave it a, a four out of five. Nice. Um, actually, I do remember a movie that I watched <laughs> this week. Not great, but um, I watched Sing 2. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, oh, randomly man. one morning while nice. I was getting ready for the day, I was like, yeah, I'll throw this on. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, it wasn't my favorite. I'll say that. Uh, it was cute. You know, classic kids movie. Classic Sing movie. Classic Sing. Yeah, everything goes wrong, but magically everything goes right at the end. You know, oh, uh, classic sweet. kids movie arch. Um, they, really, arc. they really come together around the pop songs that your kids will be singing for ages. Uh, it's really yeah. it's really interesting because I actually heard a much more like overwhelmingly positive uh, like reception for Sing 2 than the uh, as opposed you know, to the first Sing, which a lot of people in my circle absolutely despised. I was going to say, sing. I didn't really like the first Sing movie, so yeah. I don't know why I expected good things. I didn't really expect good things for the second one, but it was just something to turn on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, so not great. It? What would I have rated, rated it? Probably two and a half. Oh, okay. Right maybe in the middle? two. Um, I don't know. It wasn't great, but right. it wasn't terrible. Yeah. You know? Tough so. but fair. Tough but fair. <laughs> All right. also, also on the 25th, uh, I watched Lot Thirty Six. Lot Thirty Six. Uh, the That's first not a episode. Movie, Micah. I mean, technically, they yeah, they all have like they're oh, all feature they're all feature length under Letterbox standards. Well, they're not feature length films. Mike. Yes, they are. They're um, feature length episodes. Um, feature length episodes Short of a films. limited series. Whatever, man. It's an anthology they were, they were, series. But they were no, but they were released on like distributed and on Letterboxed as like individual I thought, films. I thought, yeah, they oh, were, are they like you Black log Mirror individually, episodes? Yeah. Well, I know you can log them individually. I'm saying, are they not? all part of the same show they like are. they weren't they distributed are, as one season of a show no they are they're they're separate things on netflix no. oh but, but so yeah it's a movie Robbie. <laughs> uh, anyway i watched, I watched lot, 36, <laughs> lot 36 not when you which watched is it, a but I did feature watch length <laughs> film <Episode>. feature length <laughs> film <laughs> you of all people Robbie, are not gonna get caught up on the uh, semantics funny. of episode versus film no I'm, I'm just giving you a hard time because you usually like get on to me You're when i mention when be, i mention yeah. like a short film that i watched this isn't a short film <laughs> i know but like it's a obvious it's a feature film in all respects except for distribution is what i'm saying uh, right, right, right. anyway <laughs> lot 36 uh is pretty mid it's by Dang. the guy into curiosities episode one yeah uh nice. guillermo del toro if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. he's just yep. a, he's just a producer he produced it, yeah. it yeah. um and he has a, he has a technical writing credit on uh, a lot of these this one i think was based off of a short story by him oh interesting um, yes uh, and cool. you know, Tim Blake Nelson is giving a fine performance in this, but he's a really unlikable character, Aww. and it's a very basic plot. The, the and plot like, falls so I was about flat to say, on its face. The moment, the moment it actually starts to get kind of fun, it's literally just over. It seems cheesy. So it's, I didn't yeah, care it's kind of it. cheesy and not Aww. that well executed. Now I will say, don't base your entire thoughts on Cat of Curiosities off of episodes one and two, because both of those, like well, I said fell really flat for me. Well, again, it's it's a project. But there are ones that are really good. It's a project of filmmakers being like given a budget and actors no to make No offense to those young filmmakers. I'm sure they're <laughs> going to be great. <laughs> so, but yeah, I gave it a two and a half out of five. 
Very nice. Yeah, I'd probably do about the same. I just realized that I've logged. I, I said I logged Navalny on the 25th, but I logged two other movies that day. I didn't, I didn't wow. even realize. Wow. Oh, thank you. Okay, go on. Um, what but, else did you watch? But later that 25th? evening, uh, I went out to the theater and oh, was one of the three people in the, <laughs> in the theater for Babylon, Babylon, the new Damien Chazelle movie, um, which if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you'll probably know that I'm a big Damien Chazelle fan. <laughs> I mean, Micah is too. Yeah, um, and I wanted to go see his new movie while I was still in the theaters, and I did, and it was <laughs> fan. It was phenomenal. It was fantastic. Great movie. There you go. Um, the controversial thing, <laughs> right? A- apparently, people are very divided on this movie. It has a pretty darn good average, but it seems like people either adore it or just absolutely despise it. Um, at least the people I know. I was about to say, majority probably falls are gonna towards like it. Adore yeah. It, but yeah. Um, I think it's probably Damien Chazelle's weakest movie from a directorial standpoint, which, I mean, obviously it's a lot bigger than most of his other productions have been. Um, so that's to be expected. He's still a, a relatively, like, inexperienced, quote-unquote, director. He's a, he's a very talented director. Um, but I think it's got a really great ensemble. It's got a really great screenplay, which I, I don't know what I expected, but I didn't expect it to be, like as well written and <laughs> characterized as it is um margot robbie i'm now on the margot robbie appreciation train because she her. is phenomenal here she's great and I, I i don't know i hadn't really seen her in much before but she she's great in here and it's gotten me even more excited for barbie than i was before <laughs> um but yeah it's it's a kind of a aggressive like methodical not methodical what am i thinking mythic <laughs> different thing uh aggressive mythic kind of movie and it's very much up my alley and it's really well shot and it's really good <laughs> I, I i really had a great time i like i i, I should have expected to enjoy another damien chazelle movie but i i liked it even more than i thought <laughs> it would so and i've thought a lot of i thought a lot about it since i watched it um i was actually thinking about it earlier today it's got a really great um final act um so yeah i it's phenomenal great might as well just do a whole episode on it at this rate (laughs) i gave it i gave it a five out of five i adored it i thought it was great did you watch anything else on the 25th review anything else you want to inform us about (laughs) um later that night i was so worn out by the end of the day um because i watched three movies um but we we rented uh the last of the jordan peele we didn't rent oh did we oh yeah we bought it it digitally we bought the last of jordan peele's directorial efforts that i hadn't seen um which is middle work yeah his middle one yeah my favorite Um, of the three personally (laughs) i think it's probably it's a blast dude Um, yeah it's probably his weakest it's so fun though it's it's his most overtly horror movie out of any of the three of his yeah yep but it probably is its weakest in terms of coming together for what he wants but that being said it's still like absolutely amazing right the weakest it's still is like, phenomenal weakest man. is like i gave it a half star different from what i gave his other film he said wow this is the worst four and a half <laughs> exactly uh it's it's really fun it's, it's definitely his scariest like this absolutely. is the one that i was yeah. actually like yeah. oh this is Whoa. scary yeah um it's also still pretty darn funny probably it's even funnier than man. get out or no oh it's really funny dude um <laughs> so like it's 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 just a good movie. It's a good it's it's a good time at the movies and I I praised um Jordan Peele for his use of like iconography and symbolism in his other films like Nope. Um but that's like I think that's honestly the strongest thing about us is its iconography and everything. It feels instantly like classic and recognizable and 
iconic. It's it's great. <laughs> I yeah, gave it no. a five out of five. I, I gave it. I gave it. I thought it was great. Half. Yeah. Um, I think it's pretty darn fantastic. <laughs> My favorite Jordan Peele movie. So <laughs> it's a solid pick. I, 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 you can't be upset. Like, like You're I like, think oh, it's. We didn't like it as much. And I, I like, think well, it's, it's his worst. Favorite. I think it's his worst <laughs> film. But I can't be upset at someone loving us a lot because right. it's a great movie. No, it's fantastic. I think it's just so funny. I enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, then though, on the twenty sixth, twenty sixth, I watched watch? Pikmin's Model, uh, which is like episode like six or something. Oh, another of, of uh, Cabinet of Cabinet. Curiosities. Another Cabinet of Curiosities. Um, this opened. is from this is from the director <laughs> Keith Thomas, who directed Firestarter, a movie Ooh. from twenty twenty two that I not really as good. did not I like. I heard it was, it was really bad. bad. It's it not bad. good. Not good. Um, Pikmin's How Model. How did this stand up compared? <laughs> Pikmin's Model is better. Better than, than Firestarter. Firestarter. Yeah, Ooh, we're getting somewhere. But, also, but also, like I feel like. <laughs> is bad for like a bad start because Pikmin's model is a bad story to adapt to film like Aww. this and the direction just doesn't really flow with this you know I love Guillermo del Toro but if all those stories are his no this one's this is a Lovecraft story I was about to say some of, Lovecraft, them, some of them are real weak man H.P. Lovecraft is very hard to adapt uh, yeah. to movies and this well. story this story specifically again a lot of people talk about it the entire premise of the Lovecraft story is about this artist who makes paintings that are so disturbing and vile that it makes people go insane? But then they show and you all the paintings <laughs> in the movie, why would they and show like you they're the just paintings? goofy little violent paintings. Well, why would they that's not the leave thing. that to the illusion <laughs> exactly, of the mind? Exactly. Yeah. So it kind of completely it doesn't translate what, visually. Very I was about to say well, what yeah. makes the like the the <laughs> short story, which I've read, yeah. like really engaging and scary. It's because you can't see the pictures. Yeah. Combined with like some kind of weak direction mm. and a weird performance from Chris. Crispin Glover. If Crispin ever, Glover. If he ever listens to this, you don't show the pictures Cris- when they're meant to drive. Crispin Glover's insanity. like, and my art, my, my art is so scary. Uh, <laughs> That's how he talks the entire movie. <laughs> exactly. My art. It's funny, Micah. You're really selling me on watching this. I kind of want to see it. Now. If you like my art, man, you gotta look at. It. <laughs> yeah. Again, another swing and a miss for the Cabinet of Curiosities. Uh, I, I give it. I give it a three out of five. Oh, well, three out of five is not terrible. It's not a bad rating. Uh, did you watch anything on the twenty sixth? I, I have not. another thing on the twenty sixth. Wow, you missed a day. So also yeah, on the twenty sixth, I was really um, upset. I, I was working a lot this weekend. Also yeah, on the twenty busy. on the twenty sixth, I finally sat down. We, we, I've had this for forever, but I finally sat down and watched my four K of Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, uh, my first time watching right. it. Not classic, the not the Scarlett Johansson no, you, one. Yikes! No, four K of the classic 90, 95 one, not the Oof. CG like three D <laughs> animated remake either. This is the classic. <laughs> oh, dude, I forgot animal. about that. <laughs> Ghost in the Shell, the good one. Um, <laughs> the good one. <laughs> and I really it's loved it. Line. I can I can totally see why it wouldn't work for people. It, I think it definitely could have been longer and better. But like at the same time, what it's going for and essentially being just like an atmospheric piece about uh, things being cool and like talking <laughs> talking about like what what co- like constitutes you as a living conscious being and about life stories and like that are always cool it, it's just kind of hanging out with the themes and the characters as it explores stuff but at the same time the plot like the plot itself is just incredibly short it feels like it could have gone more into all of that but it still worked really well for me I can't wait to see it I gave it a four and a half out of five Very one of nice. one of one of my uh, I think that's like one of the highest ratings out of anybody I know who's rated that. Oh, really? Well, um, I know it's generally well liked. Yeah, I don't usually, know how it's usually like a three and a half yeah. four kind of movie okay. for people. Um, but no, I really loved what it was doing. Cool. 
Um, yeah, the next film I watched was on the 27th. Yeah, that's the next film for me, too. So you go. Very cool. Um, I watched another documentary that was nominated for Best Documentary at the Oscars for this year. Um, it's called The Fire of Love. Well, not The Fire of Love. It's called Fire of Love um, mm. without the the. Which, you know, Gutsy moved to make a documentary about uh, a subject Werner Herzog already made a documentary about. <laughs> um, but this this is, like, one of the most masterfully edited, like, and put together, like, crafted films that I've seen in the documentary, like, corner. Yeah. Um, because it combines, like, reenactment, archive footage, and, like, infographics in, like, the most seamless way I've ever seen any documentary do. Like, it's... It feels like it was shot to be a documentary. That's that's so cool. And it's all it's almost all archive footage, and it's insane. Um, so that's why all, all, anybody in a very niche profession <laughs> should also on the side pick up documentary filmmaking and just film everything. It's you do. crazy, dude. Like um, the main guy who's who it's about. Um, like it's about Maurice and uh, Katiana Kraft, uh, two volcanologists. Um, and Maurice Kraft is a great cinematographer. As yeah, a Exactly. Out. That's what I'm saying. Um, I need to pick anybody. Anybody who gets into a niche thing like that, you need to pick up filmmaking on the side. Yeah, it, it looks phenomenal. It's super interesting. It's really moving. It's tragic. It's it's one of the okay. best documentaries okay. I've now, seen. Now hold that ever, thought. There. Hold that thought right there, because he says all of this to me after he watches it. So I'm thinking he gave this thing like a five. I was thinking it was going to be like one of his favorites. It but is he, one of my favorite. But he comes up. He's like, it's my favorite documentary. Four stars. It's not even a five. It doesn't. It doesn't move me like something like Free Solo does, which Free Solo is one of the few documentaries that I've given a five to. You need to watch some more. Herzog I need to watch. I need to watch more Herzog. I haven't seen so a lot of good. his stuff. Um, I really. I think I've only seen one of his films before. <laughs> um, but I want to. I really want to see his documentary that he made about um, yeah. the craft like duo. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed Fire of Love. Definitely go check it out if it sounds interesting at all to you. Um, I give it a four out of five. Well, on the twenty seventh, uh, I rewatched The Cabin in the Woods. Nice. Uh, my mom was sick that day, and she had not seen it, and <laughs> I suggested it. Very nice. I, I thought it would be something that she liked, and she did. So that's cool. Wow, amazing, um, Micah. But I was not. If you recall, if you listened to when I first watched it, I wasn't the biggest fan of it, and I'm still not the biggest fan of it. It feels a little. I don't know. There's something about it that feels a little full of itself, as most <laughs> Joss Whedon product or like projects do. Yeah. And I don't really like Joss Whedon's dialogue here at all. It's exactly what you would expect from Joss Whedon's dialogue. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, the direction is really fun. The cast is really fun, and the story itself plays out in just a really fun, light-hearted, but like you know, fun and horror elements as well kind of way. <laughs> so especially on a rewatch. I, I upped it a half star and gave it a four and a half, or not four and a half, four. Um, and it, I, I just was able to enjoy it a lot more on the rewatch. Um, nice. So, yeah. It's I'm a, looking a forward to it. I'm looking forward to that because it, it looks very interesting. Not great, but you, it's, still, it's still good. It's, it's <laughs> funny. I'm looking forward to it in the same way I'm looking forward to watching Velvet Buzzsaw, where it's more <laughs> it's more out of like just a curiosity well, than hey, like an actual I'm genuine I'm surprised because a lot of people love Cab the Cabin I know. Woods. Like, I know. It's, a, it's a pretty highly rated movie. Um, Velvet Buzzsaw is not. I know. I know. Uh, did you watch, what was your next film? Is that it? 
Um, I mean, I, we watched the okay, next film together, together, I think. Uh, on the 28th, I watched uh, Before Sunrise for the first oh, time. Linklater. Uh, technically, it was the night of the 27th, which was its anniversary. Uh, its 28-year nice. anniversary. Wow. Um, and I got, I had gotten the Criterion trilogy <laughs> for Christmas, and I was very excited, and I was like, I was like, just waiting it's a for cool a time trilogy. that it felt good to turn on. Yeah. And then I saw that it was its anniversary. I was like, oh, <laughs> what a convenient thing. How I'll convenient. Turn it on. Uh, and I. Uh, I absolutely loved it. Probably one of the best films ever made. Uh, <laughs> it is outstanding. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's simple. It's it's a love letter to love in like Aww. the coolest way possible. How sweet! Uh, it literally is just like visual and like script, like movie poetry. I mean, in, in the most sense that you could put that to. From the very limited experience I have in Richard Linklater's work, he really thrives on like tender emotion. And that seems like what the before trilogy kind of is. This movie is like this movie just drags you in yeah. so well, and the dialogue <laughs> is so outstanding. And Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy, I think is how you say her last name. Not entirely <laughs> sure. Give really really fun performances. I I loved it. I give it a five out of five. Very nice. I can't wait to watch the before trilogy. I, I Ethan Hawke is just like. He's one of my favorite actors. Inching towards Before Sunset. I thought about mm. turning it on t earlier today. <laughs> gotta, gotta do it, Micah. <laughs> uh, but then what did we watch, Remy? Uh, then we sat down and we turned on uh, our our second, I was going to say first, our second ever David Cronenberg film. Yeah. Uh, his remake of The Fly, which was very yeah. good. The Jeff, this, uh, starring Jeff Goldblum. Obviously, this was a rewatch for me. I watched Gold it earlier. Jeff Goldblum it up. Goldblum. <laughs> I, you gotta love him, this man. Is this is his best performance. This is by the far, best I've seen. I've seen. Yeah, him. best I've seen from him. He's killing it with the monologues here, the physical performance. No, just like, general screen presence. He is so much. He's fun on fire, on screen, man. And it works. Like I don't think. Uh, and again, I thought it was weird casting before I watched the movie, but now that I have seen the movie, yeah. I do not think it would work without his like specific his bizarre. Unnerving, <laughs> bizarre charisma yeah. that he brings that could very easily be twisted into like the fly. I think it's, it's cool. It's phenomenal, man. I it it kind of blew me away. I didn't expect it to be like <laughs> super good because I you know like it's got like a cult following as most like eighties horror remakes tend to. Yeah. Um, but it obviously has a lot of I think fair criticism thrown its way. But I I think it worked way better than I, I was about to say. It, to. it worked really well for me. Yeah. Yeah. I could understand not liking it or mm -hmm. thinking some of the elements could be better or different, but like everything worked for me yeah, from my standpoint. Absolutely. Literally the only thing it's I would change. one of my change, favorite horror films now. The only thing I would change would be like adding more, like more of like... More stuff. Yeah, just more. Yeah. And not even in like an actual real like, oh, you could add more because I think it's pretty darn perfectly structured. <laughs> I just like want more. More Jeff Goldblum. I, I was about this. to say, I want more, more fly Delby, stuff, man. More goofy fly. Like I, dude. The, the when when it gets into the body horror, yes. it's so cool. I it's love so it. It's so gross. Very gross. More movie. more gross horror movies, please. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then I I think that was the last thing I watched before we yeah, just rewatched re the menu. I haven't even logged the menu. I haven't. Uh, yeah, we didn't <laughs> even have time to log it. Um, but I'm gonna log that once we're done recording this episode. Crazy. Uh, but yeah, that is what we watched. Uh, again, Marianne, thank you for joining us on this episode. Anytime. Um, yeah. Any anything you want to add here at the end? No, no, just uh, well, I put, I'm putting out, I'm putting out a video tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bluey. A Bluey, yeah, a video on Bluey. Go check that the out. The show Bluey. Um, <laughs> 
and also I'm gonna pretty soon for next month continue my series on The Last of Us so if you want to get cool. on that check out my video on The Last of Us original 2013 game <laughs> um, so yeah do that <laughs> uh, have a good week go yeah, watch a movie go watch a movie go uh, watch Before uh, <laughs> Before Sunrise yeah. I, I almost said Before Sunset and I'm like that's nope. not right nope Before Long Sunrise <laughs> go watch it yeah go watch a good movie and uh, we'll catch you next time Bye. 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 Bye.